episode 104 of the Meme Factory Podcast. We are joined this week by the man, the myth, the legend, our man, the par man. This week we are sponsored by Coddle.co. Coddle.co offers the best deal backup plates for the price in my opinion. These plates are very compact, made out of 304 steel and come with a punch. These plates are small, robust, and can withstand fire, water, corrosion, and crushing with no data loss. Check them out at Coddle.co. We are sponsored by Simply Bitcoin. This is a Bitcoin-only daily show. Check them out at youtube.com slash simplybitcoin. And finally, we are sponsored by CryptoCloaks. CryptoCloaks strives for quality products and innovative solutions for your Bitcoin signing devices and Bitcoin nodes. Check out the yellow edition MK4 cold card case at cryptocloaks.com. Enjoy the show. started i believe we've started okay. welcome everybody welcome in welcome right. wait wait no you made wait. it to okay good. we're waiting we're waiting for rope oh no i'm sorry go ahead all right welcome wait. everybody welcome in. you made it to another episode of the <laughs> podcast. uh this is stream test number 104 jeez and this evening we are joined by armin the parman armin say hi Hello. You look beautiful. Hey, guys. Could you Rel- give... Reluctantly here. <laughs> you are reluctant. You, you were dragged here. <laughs> Not that I don't like anyone. Shamed. <laughs> he was shamed here. He was, yeah, it's more like he was shamed in. So, uh, Armin, for anybody who doesn't know who you are, could you give a uh, the quick elevator speech on who you are and what you do in the Bitcoin space? I'm just some guy. In, I like Bitcoin, and I write about it in a teach a bit about it and i'm always arguing on twitter and shitposting sounds about right that's about it <laughs> all right so this is your first time on the pod uh and there are a few idiosyncrasies here one of which is that the ad copy is presented to us and our um our sponsors require the guests to read it for us so we've just oh. shot that over to your dms if you can pop into twitter open up your dms you'll see the ad copy that we need to get through today in order for to get paid uh at your discretion go for it okay this is a long bit of text that's that's what i hear hear. (laughs) so i'm going to read all this out yep go for it hey there tom and the palman bringing you a taste of something special straight from the heart of the lush colombian forest this isn't your grandma's baking soda. This is Parman Hammer baking soda. Mm. Imagine a place where the leaves are greener than the greenest pastures, where the air is as fresh as new Bitcoin block. That's where we begin. Our cocoa leaves are hand-selected, dried under the golden South American sun, and ground with the care of RD placing a watermark. Nice. <laughs> but much like the process of strip mining the american middle class of its wealth and dignity the magic is in the extraction we take these powdered leaves and with a procedure that utilizes virgin venezuelan petrol in chemical processes we produce the purest cleanest and most face-numbing angel dusts on this side of heaven 
Palm and hammer baking soda. It's not just a mere baking ingredient. It's the secret to unlocking superior molecular abilities of your neural pathways. Maybe you are suffering from an ornery toothache. Maybe your nine to five has you feeling depleted and empty. Maybe you need some extra stiffness in the bedroom, or you just need to clear that unholy bowel obstruction. This medical miracle could be for you. So next time you're at the store pondering over the supplements aisle, Remember the Parman promise. Every box contains not just baking soda, but a fat brick of Colombian booger sugar. Parman hammer baking soda. It's just cocaine. Very nice. We can get paid now. That was all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now that we've uh, done our due diligence here with our uh, our sponsors, we can move over to the food section of the evening where uh, Becca may or may not have prepared a sandwich menu for you to uh, peruse. Yes, Parmen. Parmesan oh. cheese. I have my sandwich menu here for you this week. I got oh. three oh. options for you. So our first one is the pie hole, Sammy. It's a special sandwich. It's made by Labra, the Barkman. It yeah. may or may not be contaminated, so you can eat this at your own risk. And there's a fresh hole included. <laughs> Our next one is um, a ginger semi-sandwich. And it's a ginger-flavored beef sandwich handmade by yours truly. And it comes with a shot of freshly squeezed ginger juice. And our last one is Yellow's Don't Stop Believing Steak Sammy. It's been marinated in Red Bull for 724 days. Yeah, and yeah. Yellow's happy this week because he's getting laid. So don't say that. Don't give, don't give. <laughs> hey. That's very that's very good. A lot of effort went into that. Nice little picture too. Do I have to pick one? Yes, or all. Hmm. Oh, look, one of each. I'll start with the uh, pie hole, move on to the yellow steak, and finish off with a bit of ginger juice. Oh, love it. Good choices. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Nice. Yes. <laughs> that's how that's how Rob likes me. <laughs> I was, was going to say that's, that's your diet going, but never mind. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, all right. So, Armin, I really appreciate you uh, making the time to come on tonight. I know you're not uh, big on making podcast appearances, so just want to say thank you before we get started. Yeah, no worries. Um, let's let's have the difficult uh, questions first. I feel. Uh oh. Um, when did you start supporting the ordinals? Uh, I don't know what an ordinal is really. But you're, um, you're like, I, I, it was you, about 2007, 2007 when I got into Bitcoin and ordinals. Yeah, but like you're a wizard. Am I? No, he's a parman. It's like, a, it's like a religious wizard. Parman. No, yeah. he's, he's clearly a wizard. He's clearly yeah. a wizard. No, that's, I thought it was like, like Gandalf. A... <laughs> I think it's Moses. Gandalf's a wizard. Uh, yeah. it, looks like, yeah. it looks like uh, Odi's Aviman. What are you talking about? It's, it was originally uh, an ugly Moses picture that I just copied from the internet, and then somebody uh, drew it for me. Oh, but that's Moses. I think I think, oh. I think he just did an AI thing. I'm not sure, but uh, he made some pretty things. So I just put it on. 
Yellow supposes that part. The colors are nice. They're nice. Is that the hard question? Just talking to him about the ordinals thing because he's a wizard. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought she was. Uh, oh, that wizard Udi. Right, I know we're getting it now. Yeah. <laughs> what guy? Like, damn your eye flickering really is like that's great. It is, isn't Yellow. it? I love that. <laughs> the only person just noticed it. All right, so Parman, you do uh, an extensive amount of writing. Um, and I don't read that much, so it was a lot to go through. But uh, you've extensively discussed the uh, the concept of Bitcoin being more than just an asset. Uh, you talk about it being a uh, like a step on the way to financial sovereignty individually throughout the world. Uh, can you elaborate on what you think financial sovereignty means in the context of Bitcoin and why it's vital for our listeners and watchers to understand? That's a big question. I don't know how to answer it directly. Just but the, the, well, humanity is uh, screwed. We're getting fucked by central bankers, the whole planet, now and in the future. And they're controlling us through the, by controlling the money. And this is the only way we can fight back. We've got nothing else. And if we get sound money back, then we can uh, resist the tyranny. So that's what it's about. It's not about making money. It's not about playing with charts, getting rich. Um, it's about humanity fighting back against tyranny. Can you elaborate? That's how can you elaborate on how exactly we're getting fucked by these uh, these bankers and the tyranny? Ah, uh, well, as Bitcoiners, we all probably know. But for anyone who's just become a Bitcoiner and not sure, um, they're just printing money. Um, not just printing, because money isn't made only by printing, but uh, through fractional reserve lending. Um, money gets create out, created out of nothing. Uh, banks lend it out to people. They it's, out of, it's created out of nothing, and then people have to pay it back with interest, um, which is outrageous. And then the things we want get more and more expensive because there's more people. Are, whoever borrows more, um, gets to buy things first, and uh, everything gets more expensive. <laughs> and I hadn't, had no idea what was going on when I was first entering the workforce. I thought, oh, let's, we'll work a few years and then buy, buy a house, and then life will be good. But I uh, just <laughs> couldn't even catch up with the, the increases in the prices. And I didn't know what was going on until I was much older. Um, and now I look back at my whole life and just see how much I've been getting screwed. My, me, my family, everyone, the whole world. And so I'm upset. I'm always upset. And this is the way to get back. I think a lot of us are always upset. <laughs> yes. <Angry. laughs> All right. So moving on from the uh, the philosophical to more the practical. Um, some of our listeners, at least I assume, want to understand how to incorporate Bitcoin into their lives in a more meaningful way. Uh, and you've written about that pretty extensively. I know you have a uh, a mentorship program as well. Can you talk a little bit about how? Um, Where's yellow going? I was just noticing mm. yellow is uh, going off screen. <laughs> 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 Can you talk a little bit about um, the mentorship program and uh, what you what you tend to emphasize uh, when when telling folks to bring Bitcoin into their lives and how to do that? 
Well, the, the mentorship program isn't about um, bringing Bitcoin into your life. Usually people who, who want help are already Bitcoiners. Um, but if I was um, trying to tell people how to bring Bitcoin into their life, at the moment, you should just to get as much as you can. Uh, and you don't have to be spending it to try and help the cause. That's not going to do anything. You just need to be able to work hard, save, and put your savings into Bitcoin. And if you have a service, try and yeah, offer Bitcoin as a way for payment. That, and that way you get KYC-free Bitcoin. And for, for the mentorship side of the question, um, these people come to me because they're not that good with computers and they're nervous about self-custody. Um, I've written as much as I can uh, to help people, but people don't, I don't read or they don't pay attention when they're reading or they're just nervous and they want someone to guide them as they're doing things. So I thought I'd better just um, make myself avail available for that. And people just need to be just guided with how to set up a you know, Bitcoin wallet and they just want someone there watching them or how to use the computer how to right click a mouse you know these people come and i help them so yeah let me uh let me back that up a little bit not so much bringing bitcoin into your life like what's um i guess it's more about self-custody so you mentioned kyc free bitcoin and i wonder why you think that is an important thing to start with when it's so much easier to get the other kind um, you don't have to start with KYC free. I mean, you do work towards it is what like, you can't do everything all at once. Um, but KYC free is important because one day they might come for us. So they go, oh, we know you've got this much Bitcoin. We need 10% for nation, nation building, probably 50%. Um, or they'll go, um, capital, they'll tax capital gains on unrealized capital gains and then just basically take your Bitcoin by, by doing it. Every time Bitcoin goes up, you just give them the Bitcoin. So you lose it all. Um, so that's another way that they'll confiscate. Just like what happened with gold, they'll try and confiscate. Exactly. So if you have your, if you have a stash that they don't know you have, then unless you get to keep that in that scenario. Hiding your coins, not like hiding it, mixing it, that's not going to do anything because they know how much you bought. And they go, well, we don't know where it is, but we know you bought it. So hand it over, otherwise jail. Huh. So you're saying there's a difference even between uh, coins that have been mixed and KYC-free coin? Yeah, they're different. KYC-free gives you privacy when you're spending and no one knows it's yours. But when you've got KYC-free coins, then there's a balance against your name of how many you bought. And whether you mix it or not is not, not going to change that. If you buy if you buy an ounce of gold and you bury it in your backyard, the government doesn't know where it is. They still know you bought it. Same thing. So mixing your coins is like burying it in the garden. So you, then no one knows where it is, but they, they know your balance. They say, we want 50%. Bitcoin's gone up by this much. You owe us this much. No. That, that, the tyranny is going to get worse. And that's sort the of thing I expect to be coming. So... You don't have to do that for all your coins, but it's good if you can. But you know, at, least, at least have some stash that is KYC free. Best way yeah, to get it to, is turn it a month. To Armin's point, uh, I was watching CNBC yesterday, 
or the day before maybe and they were talking about how they're going to uh they're they're working towards outlawing unhosted wallets uh or effectively you know those of us who are self-custody standard bitcoin wallet <laughs> yeah well anything that you're self-custodying yourself and not using a third party or somebody else to custody your, yeah. your coins gonna uh, be, that's going to be a big fight yeah, and this, uh, is, that, this is in the u.s it's crazy they're basically saying uh bitcoiners please leave the country no that's what it would mean like, it's not, not crazy to... though like we, we don't expect that right absolutely so I mean, what what kind of no better what? No, I, I agree. I'm saying, like, I know that we've been talking about how we expect this to happen. You're saying, you're saying it's crazy that's happening now. It is. It's, it, yeah. it is. It's crazy. It was faster than what I thought. Like, they, they were talking about it on, you know, it was, um, whatever, Senator Warren. What's her name? Well, well they, have, yeah. they, have, they have to do it now in order, like, because like, they have to do it now because they have the clo to close, like, the loop. And... And close but and put the, the, and put the pressure while they're offering their version, the ETF version, which is totally controlled. So right. you, yeah. you give the carrot and you whip from the, with the other hand, right? Right. Is that when you, you the one hand's numb and you use the, and that's what the one you use? What are you first doing? Of all, first of all, first of all, Craig, this is you um, for the audience. Hey guys, it's great. What's up? Yeah. So far. So All right. Point it's taken. A it's a it's a it's a feature, not a bug. I will try to speak louder. I'm sorry. <laughs> so what what's the how is the government, how is a tyrannical government going to take my Bitcoin that I say I don't have? That they can't prove that I have. They can only prove I bought it at one point. What's, you know, I follow, uh, I follow the Labrador that I still bury the wallet in the backyard. I dig a hole and I bury it. And then I do it. I ate it the other day in my wallet. Exactly. I lost my Bitcoin. Exactly. I mean, I've been following these practices from day one. Why Why won't they work? Why? Can you say it again? Why won't they be able to do it? So if, if I've purchased Bitcoin and the government has yeah. a record of it. And then I take that wallet and I just dig a hole in the backyard and bury it and forget about it. Yep. And they ask me yep. where it is and I don't know. What then? Yep. I just go to jail. Well, you, you, can, you can do that. It's, it's just risky. Maybe it's not risky now, but when they become super tyrannical, it's risky that you could get fined or jailed. Or... And you, can, you can fight back. I mean, it's fine. I'll, I'll fight back and we'll fight back, but it, it's not that. Um, it's not that the the hiding of your coins did anything, because you're still in that position where you got to fight back. Mm. Whereas if you didn't have any KYC coins, they're not even asking you. Gotcha. So it's just a, a matter of levels of security. Yeah, I guess so. It's, it's mi mixing and hiding. It gives you privacy, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna. Um, really help you um get away from being asked where's your where's your bitcoin gives because you're going to be in that situation and they're gonna you're gonna mixing, have to mix, mixing and hiding gives you the excuse to tell them oh i don't know, uh, I, don't yeah. know. I lost them but like yeah, uh, exactly. 
KYC Which can or be like, uh, from the start, they don't know. They just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best way. KYC free coins is the best way. And then when you if you have them, you don't you want to make sure you don't uh, make them touch your other coins. You don't want to merge them with KYC coins because then they you expose um, the coins Snap. you have. Yeah. So you got to be careful with your um, UTXOs. What would what would you say to those people that uh, argue that it's the same thing? Because like even if you have K- uh, non KYC coins, you are exposed. Uh, at the end of the transaction to wherever you spend them. Yeah, so that's they true. they see you somehow. Only to, the, only to the person you're spending it to. And they're not seeing your entire wallet. They're just seeing that particular coin. So if you've got, if you've got this giant UTXO of 10 Bitcoin, you pay someone with it, it's KYC free. Well, they see that you have 10 Bitcoin. That's not a good thing to do. But if you have a mixture of UTXOs, you've got a 0.1, a 0.01, 0.5 got all different size coins all private then you pick the one that's the most appropriate for the what you're spending and if so if you charge me 0.1 bitcoin and i take a 0.11 bitcoin and i pay you 0.1 give myself 0.01 change well then you see i've got 0.11 bitcoin it's not a big deal you're because i'm paying you with it but you don't see the rest of my wallet but if i was to take 10 bitcoin and pay you 0.1 from that and give myself 9.9 change And you see that I've got 10 Bitcoin. That's not that's not a smart thing to do. All that and and there are wallets that uh by default will spend in a way where it'll do the change in a that and make it look like there's a coin join happening. So they Yeah, so, yeah, pay joins. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But when you're spending most of the time you, should, you probably should be spending with Lightning anyway. Hold on. Can we that back up? I've, I've never heard of a pay join. Can one or both of you explain that to me? Here's our. Uh, it's like groin join, but a uh, pay join. Thanks, Lev. No <laughs> <laughs> I forgot now because I've heard about this. But um, instead of instead of um, you, the inputs being exactly the same output. I think they use use two different coins and make it look like a coin join, but it's just from the same person. I think I forgot now. That's, well, a pay join look, would be. I haven't looked at for over a year. It's a, not that a pay join would be two parties versus what I was describing would be something like uh, where like when you spend the coin, you're gonna do uh, you're gonna you're gonna spend it in a way where you're paying the exact amount to whoever is receiving and that same exact amount you're also doing a spend towards yourself so that it looks like a coin join yeah something like that there's some pro- i've i think you're right it's called a, a you know a samurai uses that they call it a, a stone wall mm. wait that, that doesn't make sense man like you're spending like uh 0.01 Yeah, so like spending 0.01 to yourself. Yeah, exactly. So like you so like say you have the say the UTXO is, you know, 0.02, so 2 million sats and you're spending um, you're sending a million sats to somebody and you're going to send a million sats to yourself. Exactly, yeah. So it looks now, like a coin join. Now it makes sense like you need another party 
that is like doing the same. Basically, you you go and join at the spot when you pay, basically, right? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. What wallets are offering yes. that? Uh, I know of Samurai Wallet. I don't know of any other wallets that do that. I think BTC Pay is a base. <laughs> All right, so we've covered uh, we've covered uh, non KYC uh, Bitcoin, and we've covered a little bit of coin mixing. Um, I know security remains a paramount concern for most Bitcoiners. What what steps from start to finish would you would you imagine are best steps for someone to acquire and then store their Bitcoin in the most secure fashion? Yes, me. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, my secure fashion. Obviously, you've got to get the coins off the exchange. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't always recommend a new Bitcoiner to do everything perfectly at once. It's almost impossible. You've got to start somewhere. Uh, so some simple things is to use a hardware wallet and get coins off the exchange. Uh, a lot Something of people are like going to go... a ledger with Ledger Live, right? Well, that's the worst option. Um, but at least go Trezor or something or Bitbox O2. Then if you're a bit more technical, you have a bit more technical ability and you want you can tinker and actually read instructions, uh, maybe the cold card would be better. The the reason I like that one is because you don't have to use the the hardware wallet's proprietary software to connect to it and set up your wallet where they potentially can be extracting your public key and you won't know. Um and then those 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 particular packages do allow you to set up your own node instead of a random node or their node, but it's not that easy for most people. Um, ideally, you use Electrum or Sparrow. I like Electrum personally myself, but most people are going to be comfortable with Sparrow. It's a bit easier. And you set up your own node and connect your wallet to your own node, and nobody knows um when you query the blockchain you're querying your own copy so no one sees the addresses you're checking in your ip address and you sort of become more private so there's a lot, there's a lot of things a lot of steps there the um the other thing if you're getting even more fancy is to make your own seed that's pretty fun instead of trusting the hardware wallet uh to make your seed because you, you are trusting it. You go oh, 12 words, you write it down, and then you're expecting that there's a genuine seed they're giving you, but you don't know how it works. You're not reading the code. And even if you do read the code, how do you know the machine is running the code you just read? Even if you put the software into the... I don't want to scare people, but even if you put the, the firmware in yourself, how do you know the machine doesn't have a parallel firmware? that you don't know about and it's doing whatever it wants. I mean, you're saying you don't want to scare people, but you're kind of doing the other thing. I, I don't think yeah. you're scaring anybody, Armin, but it's it's true that um, something like a gold card will allow you to generate a seed and, and you can also use uh, the dice roll feature to generate the seed and you can compare it to a different yes. software wallet or hardware wallet to see if what the seed is that they're generating using your dice roll is actually true, right? You can compare that. 
Yeah, so if you just use the cult card and the dice roll feature, it doesn't actually help. Uh, it gives you the feeling that oh, you're doing something good, creating your own seed. But it could be using a different seed without you knowing, and you think you're using your seed. So you have to take the new seed you made, put it into another machine, uh, a different brand, and check that you're getting the same addresses. That way you know the original one is using the seed you think it's using. Or you could add a passphrase to be just, just as good. Um, that Not everyone's going to do that because it means you've got to buy a second hardware wallet. But if you've got enough Bitcoin to, um, to justify it, then you should do it. But you actually have a recommendation on, on your website, Armin, of mm. using, um, I think, shit, I can't remember the name of that... Uh... Is that website that generates seed phrases? Uh, that's the Ian Coleman there you 39. Go. Yeah, there you go. The Ian Coleman. And there's also yeah, the... Gotta, I don't talk about that a lot. I don't talk about that a lot because if, I don't want people to start using that on a regular <laughs> computer and start no, making you, this. So too <laughs> late. Too late. You do talk about it a lot. You have it, you have it published on your uh, website. <laughs> well, I, I do. I, I specify clearly... It's for education and not for your real seed. If you're going to use no, it, for I totally your real seed, agree. Like, I think, I think actually, I think actually, what you recommend is to generate a, a dice roll using a cold card and then compare that to Ian Coleman's website and see if the results are the same. And if that's the case, then you can generate a new dice roll. Oh, actually, I I recommend a dice roll and then a pencil and paper uh, to generate your seed, and then the final checksum that you need you can put it into any hardware wallet and i think you can just guess it one in 16 chance or you can um get have an air gap computer and work it out with that and i've given a instruction on how to do it there you go yeah i don't i have never used the cold card dice roll feature i don't know if they if you start from scratch with your dice rolls and the, the dice and you're putting dice numbers in with my guide is a Shows you how to convert dice rolls into binary. Uh, either you use odd and, odd and even, or one, two, three versus four, five, six, and just get zeros and ones, and then you make your seed from that. What the hell are you guys talking about? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's generating a seed phrase. So basically, uh, it's generating a seed, a seed phrase in a way that isn't trusting any hardware wallets. The telemetry, Greg. You know this. Got it. Did you say telemetry? Yeah. <laughs> oh, big words. That's when you call people in and like multiple at the same time. I think you said elementary. Elementary. My dear Watson. I said telemetry. Okay, sorry. You should have said elementary. No, you should have. Okay, you should have. okay Parman. <laughs> <laughs> Labra, I know you may or may not have some questions for Parman, but I want to make sure you get him in. If you do, please don't just bark. Um, yes. Um, I have the scores. Oh, I'm good with scores. Yes, I, I've been taking notes uh, the whole time, so that's why I've been uh, quiet. So, uh, Arman, uh, just so you know, uh, I take notes of uh, what uh, people say in our streams. So, I have uh, I put scores on them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I'll give the scores. 
potato, uh, you got a tomato for score because oh. primes. All right. Potato, All tomato. Right. It's the red. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Rob, uh, you got a bowl of water. Bowl of water. Oh. Bowl of water? Bowl of water. Yes. Bowl of water. Ah, oh, fine. Bowl of water. Bottle of water. Yeah, whatever Ardi said, yes. Uh, Becca, you got a, a yoga classes for your lower back pain? Thank you. Much needed. Suffering. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Pedro, uh, you got a lightning invoice for one sat, and it will be routed through Arman's uh, node. Fuck all that. Yes. Yeah, we'll route it through my node. My fee is only one sat. Greg's yeah. note is down, everybody. <laughs> uh, for yellow, uh, you got a Lavra shirt, like the one that uh, Becca has. Thank you, Bob. What is that? It's my Lavra shirt. Yeah. Lavra okay. on a bicycle with yeah. a hat. Yes. Nice. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ardi, uh, you got uh, Armand's uh, baking soda product that he shielded. Uh, in the uh, stream earlier today and uh for uh our guest arman uh we got the uh the best score that we give on the stream uh every week so that would be the pi number so i'm going to read that for you uh so <laughs> it's uh 3 <laughs> I always want to see if he actually has it, you know, so let him go for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super curious if he has it too, but I don't think our guests are curious about that. No, but I mean, uh, I, who doesn't like hearing, who doesn't like hearing sure. pi to like 20 digits, right? All right, uh, so Parman. Oh, you muted me. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, did, I think he must have done it by itself. I don't know. Did mm. you finish with the pie? Yeah. Six four four zero eight eight one. Let's let's talk about Parmenode. Oh yes. All right. What is it? Where can we buy it? Uh, it's delicious. It's not for sale. It's free. Um, Parmenode is. Things, Parmenode is is, is uh, Linux Bash code works on Mac too. So Bash code that anything you type in the terminal that you. To run a command, um, it, it um, will you can put in a script. And when I found that out, I thought that blew my mind. And then I explored and eventually um, started doing all the things you, you need to do to install your Bitcoin node in code, one by one. Everything that I might instruct someone to to, to type over the over a Zoom call frustratingly saying no this 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 and you know i just put it in uh, in text and it runs so it'll install bitcoin core it'll gpg verify uh, to make sure the, the download is genuine i'm um, curious about that before you keep going here uh yeah. i i guess i kind of wonder what's the point of having somebody who is uh trusting you with mm -hmm. this install to then do the PGP verification. What's the point of doing the PGP verification? Yeah. I, 
I guess that's what I'm asking is uh, that mm. we're already trusting you with uh, the install. Yeah, to to a point, yes. But you don't have to. Like, you could look at my code and learn how I just did the GPG. So I'm, even though you're trusting me to, to do it, what you're running is out there for anyone to read. So if I'm doing anything shifty, someone's going to call me out. So it's not secret code. It's just, just a bunch of text, which you can look at. It's exactly the same as going to a website where they say, Run this, uh, run this line, and then put this line. You cut, copy it, and you paste it, and you you execute it. Well, this is all many more lines, but it just does all that. So, you know, you can trust. Like I'm not saying I'm not asking anyone to trust. People may do it, but it's available to do it in a way where you're not trusting because it's open source code, and it's not particularly difficult to read because. It's not in C plus plus or anything. It's just it's just command line text one after another, and you can look at the you can look at what you're running, and I put edu I put co comments in it so it explains what it's actually doing, and you could actually learn to do it all yourself. And you don't have to install in like you you don't have to install everything I've got there. If you just want to run Bitcoin Core, you can look at the code section of Bitcoin Core and see what I've done, and you could just do it yourself. But it's much easier just to click install Bitcoin Core and it'll run that code for you. Yep. Great. And then I... and you'll, it says connect your drive and then you connect your drive and it detects your drive. Says, Do you want to format? And it'll format your drive and label it. It'll set it up so that every time you turn your computer on, Bitcoin will, will boot up. And if you have a shutdown and reboot, it'll just start again. Um, it, it, the All the command line things that, you might need to do for your Bitcoin core to see what's happening. It's in the menu. You just click it and it'll just show you the, you know, get blockchain info or things. It'll show you if it's running. You don't have to type anything. It's all just in a little menu for you. Yeah, I did run it on, um, I think I mentioned to you in a tweet that I'd ran it in a VM uh, and you chastised me for using Ubuntu server instead of <laughs> something with a GUI. Uh, so I did uh, run it. I did end up uh, running it with um, Mint, and uh, it 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 did exactly as I would have expected, even though it was in a VM, and you were kind of worried about uh, the storage yeah, device. With, yeah, with VM, it's expensive to to put many gigabytes of data on a virtual machine. Plus, the the big advantage is that Palmanote has wallets as well. So Electrum and Sparrow and Spectre. And recently I've added Trezor Suite and a couple other ones. But they, if you do, if you have your own node with Parma node, if it installs Bitcoin Core and it installs a wallet, then because I know it's on the machine, I can code it so that your wallet just connects to your own node. You don't have to fiddle around with the IP addresses and things. It's just, it's, you load the wallet and it's connected to your node. Yeah, it was a, impressive. I found that a really... That people find that really hard. Like, like I run a node now. What we got to connect your wallet to it, and people <laughs> yeah, a lot exactly. of them get stuck. So that part's automated. Well, to that to that point, you actually have a fulcrum server as one of the options. I I don't. I've I've tested a lot of the different uh, um, node stacks that are out there, uh, yeah. and none of them offer fulcrum. And I'm curious. Uh, on your opinion of Fulcrum and 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 why you added it to yours? Um, it was a while ago. Let me think. I was, I was 
I I got the idea to use it from a guy called Katan, who's got very useful videos of I learned from him a lot. And sorry, sorry, Parman should probably should, should probably have an explanation of what fulcrum is. Oh right, right. Well, it's an it's an a type of Electrum server, and the name's terrible because it's an Electrum wallet, and people get server mixed up with the wallet. Electrum wallet doesn't talk to Bitcoin Core directly. It needs a middleman, needs a server, which reorganizes the Bitcoin block data so that the wallet can read it in a quicker way, I guess. Um, and it doesn't have to keep syncing and um, like if you if you just like in a wallet like Sparrow, if it connects to Bitcoin Core directly, it's a lot slower than if it had a server which has organized the data efficiently for the wallet to read. Um, so Electrum wallet needs the Electrum server. And Fulcrum is a type of Electrum server. There's many types of Electrum servers. I think the most powerful one is Electrum X. And there's Electrum personal server, which I used to do a long time ago. And Electrum RS electors um, is a common one that works well too. And that's on par with Fulcrum. And I started with Fulcrum. I think it was just at the time it was easy to install. And because I was trying to make Parmanode available for Mac and Linux as well, I think there was some something easy. Rob, what are you doing, man? Open there. Um, but I, I forgot the exact reason. But, um, and then I found problems with Fulcrum because the, the data got corrupted quite often for no apparent reason. So then I bit the bullet and then I um, did electors, which you have to, which is compiled. So Fulcrum is, um, was a Docker container you know, on Mac and a downloaded executable downloaded executables for Linux, but electors is actually compiled by this by this system. So Parmenov will download it from GitHub and then install the all the tools you need to compile and then for 30 minutes it'll sit there compiling, which is as one of the downsides, but it doesn't get corrupted as often. It's a more common one. I think I, I hope that answers the question. Oh yeah, I guess I was curious on your experience with Fulcrum's performance. Uh, my understanding, or and and my experience is that uh, Fulcrum is Fulcrum will produce a, a wallet's um, balance much faster than something like uh, just the other Electrum. Yeah, instances. I heard that, but I haven't noticed that much of a difference. I haven't done a formal test, but. They're both they're both fine. Uh awesome. Well I I did uh end up getting it running in a uh mint VM. Uh I used uh a pruned node to do that. I, I used your prune option. I I really appreciate all of the different options you give there and you have a lot of comments that it, as you're installing or with the different um options that you offer somebody to to inst when they're installing your node i'm just curious <laughs> 
So some of the comments are things like, why would you uh, uninstall this or things like that? What, what's your thinking behind uh, some of the different uh, comments? That I you're... just, uh, I, the comments is just like, I'm just, I'm just being myself and, um, and having fun. So if I think of something funny, I'll, I'll put it in. <laughs> I've also got message of the day now. So every time you load Parmanode, I'll have message of the day, little different ones. And so if I, if I make a tweet that I'm particularly happy with, I might put it in there. And then if, when you load Parmanode, it'll come up. And you can dismiss it forever, but um, if people, I hope people will just leave it and I'll just put messages for them as they turn it on. And I guess my last thought here is, uh... Uh, you've you've got this thing set up and running in a way where it's easy to do, but it still sort of feels like <laughs> sort of cypherpunk for somebody who may not have played with command line that much. Uh, and yes. I think that's... Go ahead. Sorry, sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, I was just I was just saying I think that's kind of neat. Yeah, it looks cypherpunky because it's just text on a screen. It's, it doesn't have... Um, you know, web pages and um, beautiful pictures. I put added some colors to it, but it, it does still um, load things that you would run on a website. Like um, you can install Lightning and uh, an RTL wallet, Ride the Lightning wallet. And they'll say, you, if you want to access your Ride the Lightning wallet, you go to this IP address and you type it in your web browser and you've got RTL in your web browser. It's very much like how um, Raspberry Blitz uh, does it? Don't, Raspberry Blitz looks very cypherpunky too. Um, Parmano is similar to Raspberry Blitz, but it's um, I did notice that run on desktop computers, and also it it gives wallets as well. I think Raspberry Blitz is more of a server, but Parmano is server and also graphical programs like wallets that you can download. Are you planning on uh, releasing this in a for something like Ubuntu server? Leasing it, did you say? Releasing. Oh, releasing. No, you can run it on Ubuntu servers. It'll work. It's just that the the some of the programs that you can install with Parmanode are not going to work because that you need a a monitor and um, to use it. But if you, the, the Bitcoin Core will run as a server, Lightning will run as a server, um, Fulcrum and Electors can all run on your server. You just got to be able to access your server. But if you're the kind of person who knows how to use servers and pretty techie, then you might not need Parmanode as much, but it still would make your life easier. Yeah. And last question for me, uh, Armin, are you collecting our IP addresses? No. Why? Because <laughs> uh, some of the uh, Bitcoin node stacks are collect uh, or uh appear to have the ability to collect uh, IP addresses. Oh, yeah, it's got the ability. I mean, I guess I could create the ability, but there's no need for that. I mean, it'll, it's, it's, if you want to check, you can look in the code to see anything it's doing. One way to um, do collect IP addresses will be to um, run a HTTP request to a server. And then that will just log all the requests. So every time you visit a website, you're giving your IP address. So if Parmanode was to visit a website, and, and for a time it did that because 
but I didn't have the, the like for a time it would download particular things from my web server and so I could then go to my web server and then look at logs and then filter them out and do it but I guess it can be done but anyone can do that with, with every every product you use so if you want to avoid it you could use Tor and a VPN if you use, nice. if you use the internet directly then you just you just throwing your IP address all over the world as you use it another hot question is uh, one from Bobby uh he asks um what's your favorite steak and how you prepare it me uh my favorite is scotch fillet um and I like to get large pieces like nine kilos pieces and then I put that in my bar fridge and it ages and I slice what I need and over the course of 40 to 60 days um I'll have nice aged steak at home wait and you I do it sure. dry you do it dry age of 60 days dry, wow dry age 60 days after 60 days it starts tasting a little bit funky People, even, even like 60 it. days you're living dangerously <laughs> no it's in a fridge and there's yeah, a, there's, it's not dangerous like the the meat just dries out the surface gets crusty so you can if it's too crusty trim that away and inside it's just nice meat doesn't it it doesn't even mold yeah and i know dry is one of my favorite oh, no. is, is is guga you know guga no come on man. i know so, what a cougar means goulash no no guga guga like a baby like gaga guga channel like that yeah what about it craig i can't hear you man <laughs> You got me started on steak. You didn't let me finish. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to cut it very thick, and then um, let it come to room temperature for two hours at least. Then barbecue, pan fry on its own won't do. You need the smoky flavor. Mm -hmm. You can push it off on the pan, and it has to be no more cooked than medium rare, and it has to have Bernays sauce, and it has to have. Mm -hmm. Barbecue with charcoal, charcoal, charcoal is ideal, but uh, you get you get eighty percent of the benefit with twenty percent of the work. So I really okay. do charcoal. Um, it doesn't have you, that much. Have you tried? Uh, have you tried chouvi? Yeah, but it's uh, not that nice a taste because it's, it's just slow cooked meat that's not charred. Or I've tried it. Well, you have you have to I have find a, that to get the flame. perfect. Flame, yeah, you need flame. You have, perfect... you have to you have to do the flamethrower afterwards. Uh, yeah, I don't know. To get that crust. Yeah, I guess you could do it. But they're still not smoky. You need drip bits True. of oil dripping down, flaming up, smoking up, and uh, over the period of time flavoring the meat. I think that's important. Oh, so 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 what do you put? Like uh salt, pepper, maybe garlic powder? Uh my marinade is very finely crushed onions which are hand crush and wow. then spread over okay. the meat it's just it's just onion no salt no oil just onion but before i cook it i do sometimes smear it with tallow so that it 
flames up more and as it, as the oil drips down it smokes up more. as a recent trick i did nice nice there you go bobby did i hear correctly that you don't salt the steak i don't marinate with salt i salt it when i'm serving it after it was yeah Interesting. So when you're serving it, not even yeah, when you're that, cooking it. So no marination salt, no cooking in salt, uh, just when served. Yeah, yeah, just when served. Because if you put salt, my theory is you just you're getting water out of it, and then you got to go through the process of pat drying it properly. And what's the point? It's already like salt. The salt you taste is the bit on the surface. Well, if you if you leave the salt a little whoa, bit whoa. on the mid, like, uh... are you just licking the steak, or are you actually eating it? I don't eat it, but you you, you don't need the uh, full. Calm down, Becca. I'm hungry. <laughs> you don't need salt on the steak to penetrate for ages. It's not necessary. You got sprinkle it as you eat it, and it's done. Oh yeah, okay. And each each guest can sprinkle the amount of salt that they prefer. Individualism. You're not. You're not curing it or anything you know if you're going to cure it then you go to salt it but you just it's just marinating so i don't see the point table salt but, you know himalayan salt celtic salt what's the one i reckon it's all salt hmm? it's, all, it's all the same shit no it's not i reckon it is <laughs> lake salt all right uh yeah, it's all the same just get good steak armin yeah while you're here and while we've still got time for it, can you tell us what you're working on and where any of our viewers or listeners can find your uh, your already published materials? Yeah, because somebody asked uh, where he can find also that script you were talking about. Yes, yeah, so pa Parmenode, the software is parmenode.com. And in on that page, you should show some pictures of it. Near the bottom is the install is a one-line script, one-line command, sorry, that you type in and it'll just do things. So that's, the installation is really easy. Um, I'm, I'm working on that. I just say that, that that's a really good, uh, it's a really good uh, node stack for, or like a, a, a node stack option for somebody who's running just a laptop or looking to run it on, on their desktop. Uh, it's a It's a really good way before I used to recommend Spectre a lot, uh, but Parmenode works really well for what uh, Spectre offers also with with some more options. Yeah, Parmenode will install Spectre for you if you want Spectre. You can try all the different wallets and then stick with the one you like, and they all connect to your own node. So I'm working on that because every, every now and then I come up with ideas, oh, I should do this, I should do this. And my next idea is to have um every app that you've installed have its version number printed and then an option to update to that latest version because right now you got to uninstall and reinstall the app with the new version of every time parmenode upgrades it doesn't upgrade the software you've got on your computer you'll have to uninstall and reinstall so i'm going to make some options there so you can just click the button and just upgrade whichever thing you want I'm also working on high quality Twitter shit posts. So I'm at, at parman underscore T H E. And I've got armandeparman.com, which is where, where I put all my writing. So I've got particular strong opinion on something, I'll put it there. Or 
uh, all the things that I teach in my mentorship course, I've put free for people to look at there. And if they want their hands held, they can ask me. Can I hold your hand without paying a fee? Um, well, you have to at least buy dinner. Fair enough. Age steak, <laughs> no salt. Yeah. Uh, Armani Sosong Noster. Uh, I have. Yes, his, I, uh, I don't know my puppy. Though. <laughs> I, I know it. Uh, yeah, I know it. I can read it for you. Uh, it's uh, NPOV one uh, LTT nine GR. Correct. <laughs> so. I put it on my on my contact page on my website. Finally. Yeah, a lot of the uh, any any links, Parman, you had on your uh, on your Twitter are also in the show notes. But I'll see if I can uh, update it with the Noster <laughs> and Pub as well. I think Zoom keeps muting me. It's crazy, uh, right? Sorry. Strange. W K H three Y X five X H G. All right, and. Parman, while you're here, uh, I thought we had RD for this question, but he dipped on us. Uh, Rob, you've been off quiet. Feel like giving us the uh, the RD question this evening? Yeah, I can do that. Let me just. Good eye, mate. Good morning, morning, morning. All right, I'm in the poor man. If the main factory did exist, and we all know it doesn't, which one of its members would you like? Which would you retweet? Which of us would you mute? And which would you zap? Too many questions in one. I've forgotten it already. Come on, man. It's not that serious. It's not that, it's not that hard, man. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> oh, I forget. It's just <laughs> which of the Twitter features would you assign to each meme factory member? Like retweet. Twitter features. Twitter features. Like, retweet, mute. Oh, right. Who should I retweet? I will retweet yellow. Yep. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I'll block Labrapaman. What? Yeah, more than a mute. Straight up <laughs> more than a Straight mute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even on Twitter at this point. Block and then abuse because he can't see what the abuse. Yes. What else is there? Yes. Um, for, for Beck, I'll do a, a Twitter stalk. Ooh. <laughs> I haven't seen that feature. <laughs> Our man is just making up stuff right now. <laughs> uh, rope. Rope can have a like. Let's go. First one ever. Was it really? I like the, I like the avatar. It's very good. Thank you. Thank Pedro. you. I'm not sniffing my fingers. If that's what it looks like, I'm not. <laughs> you are. You're definitely sniffing your fingers. Yeah. No, 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 no. Pedro, we could do a Twitter circle jerk. Mm. Oh, fun. <laughs> oh, our man Dieter would definitely agree with you. Dieter. <laughs> I was about to say. I was about to say, is Dieter coming? And uh, Greg, thanks for inviting me. I'll give you a follow. All right, I'll take it. All right, so uh, Parman, do you know what happens at block height eight hundred and forty thousand? 
Um, I think nothing happens on that block. I hate you so much. Eight hundred and forty thousand and one. We get a new uh, block reward. You, you tell me, Sean has been wrong the whole time. Huh? I'm pretty sure it's eight hundred and forty thousand and one is the new. All right. <laughs> Just being at us. <laughs> well, we will be having the having party in El Salvador. Cancel everything. We have to change we have the to date. Got to change it by block. <laughs> by about ten minutes. Did you say El Salvador? Yes, is the, it gonna be? It's French nice. for the Salvador, and uh, we'll be throwing the uh, the having party there. We got a hotel, we got a bunch of events, got a bunch of uh, Bitcoiners coming down to say hey. Uh, try to minimize the shit corners attending, and uh, wanted to throw an invite out your way. Hopefully, you'll be able to make it to it. Well, you got me onto a podcast, so if anyone's gonna twist my arm into it, it'll be you. Damn, uh, that's the best comment I've had all night. If if you start swimming uh, like tomorrow, I think you can make it. <laughs> yeah, at least make a canoe or some kind of kayak or something. You don't have to swim. Right, well, Bait's flying. Armin, you've been uh, generous with your time tonight. I appreciate it. Appreciate you coming on. Um, and we're going to sign out. So unless you want to say anything else to the listeners this evening, we're going to say goodbye. All right. Thank you. It's been fun. All right. Thanks, Parman. Thank you, Arman. Thank right, so. you. Good night, us, man. Good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.